Hello, and thanks for joining us on the From Failure to Freedom podcast. We will discuss topics of struggles in the workplace, relationships, finances, health, and personal life. The points in time where we've been at our lows and the freedom to fail our way to success. We're all failing, steering our ship in the direction we think leads to land, going head on into every storm life throws our way. This will be a journey unlike any other. We welcome you to join us as we dive deep into the open water that is our freedom. Joined with me today is Weston. Our topic of discussion today is don't tell me what you're going to do show me and uh chris i know you've got a lot of experience with this quote uh as we both understood it from a young age uh so i know that's the theme for pretty much our entire podcast not just this episode um but don't tell me what you're going to do chris show me yeah, and actually, that was a quote that I remember very well. Um, we were both in high school. We were playing football. And uh, back then, I, I just looked up to the coaches that taught us because it wasn't just on the field. They were also teachers in some of our classes as well. Uh, and I'll never forget, one of the coaches told me uh, that he didn't want me to tell him what I was going to do out on the field. He wanted me to show him. And that's always stuck in the back of my head because when you get down to the very soul of that statement, it's basically, in a sense, we're all telling people every day different things that we plan on doing. It could be going to an event. It could be cooking a certain kind of recipe. It could be joining a talent show. We're all telling people and sharing to people all these different things that we're going to be doing. But most of us, at one point in our life or the other, that's as far as it goes. And we don't actually get to the point of doing it. And that, to me, is the very core of what this episode is about. People that say they're going to do something and not actually following through with it. And I feel like many things that you tell people do take time to come to fruition. But that's where I think it's even more important during that time frame, not to tell people all of what you're doing, especially because it may include some boring parts. It may include some pieces that you would rather not share, such as the the boring, typical mundane things that it takes to reach your goal. So that's where most people, you see their success and you say, it looks like that was an overnight success. But what you don't see is what it took to get there. You see the 1%. You don't see the other 99% of effort behind that 1%. Too many people get caught off guard and too focused on that 1%. Yeah, and actually hearing you say that, it, it kind of reminds me of just thinking about, again, you know, back in school. I'm probably going to be referencing school quite a bit in this episode, but it serves as very valid points. The teacher calls you up to the board to solve a math equation. You know what the solution is, and the teacher wants you to show the work to get to that point. And a lot of people just see the solution. They see the success. They see people that have nice things that get to do what they like, like travel the world, make tons of money as, I don't know, a musician, an actor. And everyone sees that solution, 
but not everyone sees the steps they took to get to that point. And that's one of the most important parts about it. And I do think that when it comes down to telling someone or showing someone, the easiest thing to do is tell somebody what you're going to do. Um, and the hardest thing to do is to show them, you know, I want to see proof. I want to see results. I want to see execution. And a lot of times that takes hard work, effort, sacrifice, and even pain. And so when it comes down to like, show me like what, what does that entail? It entails a lot of frustration. It entails a lot of loss. It entails a lot of growth. A lot of things that people are just simply unwilling to endure and go through in order to reach success. And I would like to leave on that note specifically that once you take away your opinion, you take away the complaint. And once you take away the complaint, the pain is gone. Not that you don't feel it, but the impact that it has to uh, persuade you to give up or quit or only maybe give 50% or, you know, kind of go through the motions, that is gone. You don't have any excuses anymore. So really the theme for don't tell me, show me is embodying that kind of mindset that says it's getting done and it's not just getting done somewhere in the future, whatever it may be, but I'm actively working towards that. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that I always think about is, you know, as a society, I think we're built and we're trained, educated at a very young age on kind of the instant gratification mindset. You know, like if you want something, you should have it right now. Nobody really teaches you how to be patient and how to take your time to get to those things. And we're our own worst critics, right? So. These things that we may want to do, it could be as simple as going to the gym. You could be at work and you could say, you know, today I want to make sure that after work I get my gym clothes and I just go. It's one thing that I can do today to change my future. I'm going to do it. And so you start listening to these motivational speakers and this music that gets you energized And you're there. You're like, yes, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. But you still have to make it through that work day. And then when you actually start heading home, you think, okay, I'm going to get home. I'm going to get my clothes. I'm going to go to the gym. But then the, the closer you get to your destination, you start to think, oh, well, there's things I have to do today. Maybe today is not the best kind of day to do it. You know, I completely forgot this, 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 and that. That's that little voice in your head telling you not to do it like no just do the do the easy thing take the easy way out don't do that that's hard work why would you do that do it tomorrow don't do it today and we're constantly at battle with that voice and it's the things that are intentional so when you decide that's not good for me so i won't do it or this is good for me so i will do it those are decisions that you're making without hesitation you're showing Not just other people, but you're showing yourself that like you do have a certain level of control of what happens in your day to day life. And whether that's something that is causing you stress, causing you perhaps it's weight gain or causing you to feel bad about yourself. You can always say, no, I'm not doing that. And you may have to say no 
seven times throughout your day, but you can always say no to that. And I think each time you do that, you are restructuring your brain and your thought process to respecting yourself, to making healthy decisions and to doing better. Yeah. And I think one of the things that we're always talking about on this podcast, one of the things that, you know, we're, we're pushing to you guys, if you will, is, I mean, we're, we're all here. We have a choice. You're choosing to listen to us talk about these issues and we're choosing to talk about them. You know, the freedom of choice is such a powerful thing. And I think we actually forget about that sometimes is that let's say you wanted to go to the gym, but you decided not to, you know, that was a choice. You chose not to do it. And then let's say the next day you thought, man, I really feel bad about not going to the gym yesterday. I'm going to make sure to do it today. And then let's say the same thing happens and you still don't go. You still have freedom of choice not to go, but you know what you're doing? You're making it to where you're not creditable. You're making it to where when you tell other people you're going to do something and you don't come through, you can't be held accountable for it. They already know that you're not going to be there to do it. And that does change how people view you. Uh, So really the phrase, don't tell me, show me, is don't tell me you're going to do better. Show me that you're actively doing better. If you say you're not going to eat junk food, don't eat junk food. Don't sneak it around. Don't play games. Be serious about it. Own it. And if you do happen to make mistakes, own those too. I guess the thing I've noticed between whether it's coworkers, uh, even some childhood friends, even adults older than me, is a lot of times mistakes, failures, whatever they are, are seen as embarrassments and they don't really want to share those, which to some extent I can understand. But at the same time, the reason you don't want to share those things is there's a little bit of guilt and resentment with them. And on this podcast, Chris and I want to make it very clear that any kind of failure, any kind of mistake, any shortcoming, any weakness is not something to feel guilty about. It's not something to feel resentful about. Uh, It's something to learn from. It's something to grow from. And I think those things happen to give us an opportunity to learn and do better. You know, it kind of reminds me of when Thomas Edison was working on creating the light bulb. And I think it was some ridiculous number that he failed over a thousand times before he he finally got it right. Do you think that he honestly went up to people a thousand times saying that he was going to do it? Or do you think that he just went out, made some tests, failed, got back up again, tried again, failed, got back up again, tried again, failed, got back up, that's it, finished. He did it. He did not go and tell people that he was going to do that every single time. He may have said it once or twice, but he was a man of doing, not telling. Well, and those are things that I think we take for granted because he didn't tell people. He showed us like that's that's one of the reasons that we all have electricity. It's the reason we're able to do this podcast and broadcast it. Uh, It's the reason that you and I are able to have a conversation, even though we are hours apart from each other right now. Those are powerful things. That's also something that just a human did. Really, when it's don't tell me, show me, it's the things that you don't think you're capable of, but you are. And it's just a matter of applying yourself, staying consistent with it, making choices and decisions that benefit you 
even if they're difficult choices and decisions, you do what's best for you. You trust your decisions. You follow through. And that will pay off. Yeah. And I mean, it kind of also reminds me of, you know, we're, we're kids and we get that bike for Christmas. And there's training wheels on there at first. And then when it comes time to take those off, you start pedaling and you fall. Do you quit right there? No. You may cry. You may be hurt. But eventually you get up, you try again, and you try again, and you try again. And eventually you do succeed. And this isn't just with riding a bike. This is with anything. The problem with a lot of people is when it comes time to show other people what they're capable of, they may fail once or twice and just throw in the towel. They may say, nope, this is too hard. This isn't for me. I can't do this. I'm done. I quit. And if people would just think back on that moment of getting on that bike, you know, the younger you kept trying until they succeeded. So what's to stop you from doing it now as an adult? Another thing that I think about a lot is anytime I'm faced with a problem and I start to think that I can't do it or I start to doubt myself, one of the main contributing benefits of going against that problem is thinking there is probably somebody in this world that has already done this. So if they've done it, why can't I? And that's a very important thing that you brought up. Oftentimes we just forget what we're capable of. You know, you you do end up listening to people and what they have to say and whether you realize it or not and you're told you can't do this, you don't have it in you, that's going to take too much work and effort and too long, whatever it is. You listen to that repetitive opposition and you start to believe that more because that's what's here in front of you now. It's what's on repeat instead of yourself and knowing that you can do these things, even if it does take time, even if it does take effort and money and whatever else it is, you can do those things if you would just apply yourself. But you can put yourself around all the right people. You can put yourself around all the right belief systems and all these other things. But until you embody it, until you work in that mindset, you're probably right. It's not going to happen. And so, you know, I'd be lying if I said I don't have more to work on myself. But every day I wake up and I say, I'm getting to it. And there's not another choice for me. That's the choice that I've made every day. I know with that, too, I mean... uh We should all be working on ourselves. You know, we're never going to be perfect, but there's always going to be room for improvement as well. And one of the things that I struggle with internally is when I'm faced with multiple oppositions, multiple problems needing solutions, it's really difficult for me to go at them all at the same time. And it's difficult for anyone to do that, really. You know, it's better if you focus on one at a time. Or a little bit at a time, because you could be stressed with finances and your health and your job and your personal life. And maybe something as simple as your room is not tidy or you have to go home and do dishes or anything like that. And you just feel like you're being pulled in five, six, seven, eight different directions. And then it's hard to find motivation to do any of those things. And being pulled in those directions or even just dealing with the, the weight of the world and your life and all the hustle and bustle 
and the daily routine that you have, that's enough to crush anybody. It really is. But that's where if you have that mindset of, well, I'm not saying I'm going to have a good day just to say it. I'm going to go out and have a good day. If there's anything that does come across your path that kind of tests that, uh, maybe it's a roadblock or you get caught in traffic and you're late to work or to school or whatever it is, really the biggest thing is not to take that to heart. You know, these things are entirely out of your control. Believe me, you're not the only person these things have happened to. If you are distressed by anything external, you're distressed because of your opinion on what's going on is so negative. In that moment, you can just say, this, this isn't that big of a deal. And that retrains your brain to say, you know what? You're right. This is fine. This is okay. You know, I'll make it through. One of the things that I, I think that I've gotten better about now that I used to struggle with on a daily basis, sometimes even hourly basis, I'm constantly thinking. I have to have earphones in with music playing because otherwise it's, it's kind of like one of those things you're left alone with your thoughts. And it's constants every day, every hour, every minute. You know, it could be any kind of thought coming and going. The biggest thing for me that I had to really focus on and challenge myself to be better with is not worrying about things that are out of my control. And I think other people have that struggle as well. You know, and it could be about anything. It could be about something that isn't really relevant to your life at all. Why did I have to miss the bus to get to work? That type of thing happens. Are you going to let the rest of your day be ruined because of that little thing? Or maybe you think, hey, I missed the bus to get to work. Maybe I wake up a little earlier tomorrow and that won't happen. It's, it's like changing your mindset. If you make a statement about it, like, I can't believe this happened, your mind shuts down. Whereas if you ask a question, how could I prevent this from happening again? You open your mind, you expand it, you start to think, you start to process, all of which is very healthy. Even if that particular situation was negative, you're thinking about ways to prevent it from happening. So that's problem solving. And you're making sure that it's not going to be the deciding factor of ruining your day. And I do think when it comes down to what makes and breaks your day, most people get that way first thing in the morning. You know, the alarm goes off, you wake up early, it's time to start your day and go into work or go to school or really just get up and go. And a lot of people are like, you know, I would rather not. I would rather stay right here under the covers where it's nice and warm and I'm tired. I could use another 30 minutes, whatever it is. It's in that moment. You've already set the tone for your day. You know, the, the motive is I would rather not. And so now your whole day follows with that kind of aftertaste with it of, I'd rather not. Like, there's no way you can give 100% when you've already determined you're not going to. I do feel like if you can wake up in the morning and know that you have the same duty as a human being that an ant does to their colony, you get up, you do your part. How can you be upset or angry or frustrated knowing that you are doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And that goes hand in hand with changing your mindset to, um, you know, perhaps you're looking to 
get a degree or go to a different job or work your way up to management or own your own business, whatever it is. The people that have a passion for what they do don't get tired. They don't get hungry for anything other than their passion. One thing that I would say that I've actually experienced from other people, and the workplace is actually a good example of this. You could be talking to a coworker of yours or maybe a friend that you work with, and uh, they may say, you know, I, I really need to find another job. I'm not happy here. I don't feel like I'm valued. I don't feel like I get compensated enough. And so you say, okay, that's great. You check back in with them a couple days later, maybe a week later. Hey, so how's the job search going? How are you, how are you making out with finding a new, a new job, a new career, a new opportunity? Oh, well, I haven't really got a chance to apply at any jobs yet. I plan on doing it this weekend. Hopefully, I'll, I'll get a, a couple good leads. So you say, okay, that's fine. I, you know, I wish you luck. And then you, you check back in on Monday after the weekend happened. Hey, so how was the uh, how was the job search? Did you find any good leads? Did you get any kind of interviews, anything like that? Oh yeah, no, I just I never really got around to it. I I, I couldn't do it. You know, things came up, and that I mean that's a perfect example of don't tell me what you're going to do. Show me because it's like they got instant gratification on saying I'm going to do this, and then someone else showed support. Like oh yeah, I hope you do. This is great. And then that's where it died, essentially. And they just never pick it back up to make an effort on actually proving that, you know, their money is where their mouth is. And that's a really good point. I know that uh, a lot of people, they just tell you the good things, the negative things, anything in between, kind of to evoke a reaction almost of like maybe a shock factor. Oh, I'm traveling abroad. Oh, that's that's awesome. Like, are you doing it for school? No, no, I'm just I'm I'm doing it for myself. Oh, that's great. You know, I'd love to see pictures when you get back. Really, you didn't give a time frame for it. You you didn't really intend to have that kind of a conversation. You thought maybe if I could just evoke a little bit of jealousy out of this person or, you know, some interest and have that paparazzi relationship with them that. You know, that'd be a little bit fun, but I, I really didn't mean it. For me, it's one of those things of if somebody tells me something for a reaction, I kind of hold on to that as an individual. I want to see something come to fruition like what you said. Not that it has to be exactly what you said, but if you said, I'm going to be successful. Well, I look forward to it. I want to see that happen. I've always even kept that in the back of my mind of if I even say that to somebody, give the impression at least to myself, whether it's true or not. That people are waiting on me and I'm waiting on me. So I, I don't have time to waste. I have to get a move on. The way you were explaining that, it just kind of reminds me of just the person sitting at the bottom of the stairs. And they can either choose to take the stairs or choose to take the elevator. And I start walking up the stairs. I say, hey, are you coming up? And they said, oh, yeah, I'll be right there. I'm going to take the elevator. And that, I mean, essentially in life, what that means is they're trying to take the easy way. They're going, trying to go down easy street to get to the same height that I'm getting to while I'm putting in work. And then come to find out, I get a phone call when I'm at the top of the stairs and it's them. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Oh, well, it looks like the elevator isn't working, so I'm just going to stay down here. And I mean, essentially, as silly of an analogy as that is, I feel like that's where most people are in their life. You know, they're going to tell you what they're going to do. 
And while they're telling you, you're actually doing it. You don't even take a second to stop and say what you're going to do. You're already up the stairs. You're already walking up. You're already making the effort. You're already taking the steps. And I'm, I'm not trying to come down on anyone that isn't being productive or isn't doing what they say they're going to do. I mean, it's their life. Our main goal here is just to talk about these things just so you understand that you're not alone when you have some of these thoughts that come into your mind. I try not to tell somebody I'm going to do something unless I'm absolutely sure it's going to happen. And I mean, even you and I, Weston, have talked. And when we originally had plans to meet up and spend time together, you know, we're like you mentioned earlier, we're hours apart. And it was just a passing idea. Like, hey, do you want to meet up? Maybe we can spend some time. It's been a while. I said, yeah, let's do it. And I was already purchasing the ticket, you know, and it wasn't even maybe 10, 15 minutes later. And I'm like, okay, tickets are purchased. I leave on this date. And that's powerful. Being able to just, you have an idea, boom, you just go into action and you do it. You don't tell people, you just, you do it. That's very powerful. And that goes well with making sure everything you decide is decided with intention and following through on that because you said you would. And that goes even on into like integrity. You know, I said something, I own it. I'm going to follow through with it to completion. Even more onto uh, what you had said about, you know, the instantaneous, like I didn't wait. I said yes. And I automatically started working on the things that were necessary to get there. You know, the, the details that aren't fun, finding the tickets to come up and visit. And that's also action. And so that's the show me part is just the action. And it doesn't have to be massive and grand and uh, flashy or any of those things. The show me part is the fact that you haven't given up. It, it kind of makes me think of, I think people sometimes... You know, just going back to telling someone they're going to do something, there might just be different intentions involved. Like, for example, someone that says they're going to do something and end up just not doing it, they have a specific set of intentions. It may not have been the intentions they had originally, but as the end result is shown, that's what the intentions came out to be. Whereas someone like me, for example, I say, hey, I'm going to do this. And as I get closer to doing it, if it involves someone else, I say, You know, and this is just because I'm considerate and respectful. I'm like, hey, so are we still good to do this? Like, I want to make sure we're both good to go. We're both clear. We both have the green light. And then once I give the, you know, the go ahead, like, hey, I'm going to do this. Are you still game to do this? Yes. Okay. Well, that means we're doing it. And that's a good point that you bring up, too, because a lot of times when people say, don't tell me show me. What we're not saying is not to communicate and be thorough in what you say, because you you most certainly should do that. You should clarify. You should know exactly where you stand with somebody. You should have common ground that you share when it comes to the details. But if all you're telling me is this broad statement of, I, I hate my job, I'm quitting, I'm going somewhere else. Well, then show me. Like, I, I, I honestly, there's not been a person I've met where I said, I, I want them to suffer. I, I've, I've never gone to that point. 
there's been times where I've been frustrated with people, but I've never wanted them to suffer. And so if anybody's like, you know what, I'll be fine without you. Then I'm like, well, don't tell me, show me. It's really that simple of like, I don't, I don't want people to get those two things twisted. You should definitely be able to communicate, but you should also be able to act decisively. Yeah, I actually really like that you brought up that point because even people in our past that we may not be friends with anymore, family members that we may not be close to, you brought up a good point in saying, you know, they may not want me in their life or the feeling, the feeling may be mutual. That's fine. But that doesn't mean that we want any ill will to fall upon them. You know, at the end of the day, I think, and I'll talk here for you, Weston, but I think both of us just want to see the true potential in other people. And it doesn't matter if they're ever our friends, our family, they like us. None of that really matters. I mean, at least to me. Because as a whole society, if we all take strides to better ourselves, that's where the advancement happens. That's where things like going to the moon, advancements, computers, airplanes, things like that. We should always be trying to better ourselves and better other people, no matter what. And those things are possible for the reasons that you just listed. You know, you weren't concerned about, well, only this person gets electricity. Only this person gets a cell phone. Only this person gets this, that, and the other. And that person that I don't like, they they don't get any part of benefit. And I think once you eliminate immaturity part of it all of saying, you know, I want to share my success with the people that were with me and I don't want to share it with the people that weren't with me. Um, that's a roadblock that's in your way. And I feel like if you can not even concern yourself with who deserves what and who deserves nothing and really the noise, if you can eliminate that from your thought process, I feel like you'll have a more focused approach to the show me part of the equation. You won't feel inclined to tell people that you are doing better, that you are doing great, that you're not suffering. Um, And it just becomes a part of your character now. It becomes a part of who you are. And I think that's also something that we try to push is it really comes down to growth and it comes down to changing your mindset. And if you can do those things, everything else falls into place very easily. Yeah, and I think, I mean, it it just seems harder to accomplish when the only people that are around you are ones that are negative and always telling you that you can't do this or, you know, it's not worth it. And it's also much easier to get to that point when you're around people that encourage you, people that care about you, people that actually believe in your ideas, people that say, hey, I can't wait to see it. Kind of like what you've said earlier. Those are the type of people that you want to be surrounded by. And I, you know, quoting Les Brown here, the motivational speaker, you should only associate with OQP, only quality people. Well, and nobody is brought up being taught like what a quality person is. If anything, you're told that everybody is a quality person. And as you grow older, you realize that's simply just not true. At least not everybody is on the same timeline as you are. And, you know, not everybody wants the same things. Not everybody wants the same things for you. 
and not everybody cares, you know, and if they do care, I would think the majority of people are glad that you have frustrations and problems and setbacks. Unfortunately, that's just the world and the society that we live in. You know, a lot of people want to uh, climb on top of others to make it to the top. And just because that's been done doesn't mean it's it's the right way. And I think when I look at my own life, there's strides I've made to be debt free before I considered doing any form of business or ideas. And as soon as I did that, we get the (laughs) we get other issues that come into play and other setbacks where you have to reevaluate. And that doesn't mean I've given up on those things. It doesn't mean I've stopped. You know, I'm still avoiding telling people about my frustrations with having to change my trajectory. And instead, my my trajectory is still reaching that same end goal. Yeah. And you mentioned like um, getting debt free, which I mean, by the way, congratulations. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that are still struggling with that. And I actually think we should probably touch on that in another episode. But you also mentioned that creating that problem and coming up with the solution to get rid of your debt, you thought it was going to be different than it was, and something else took its place. It's almost like a hole that was dug that you're basically digging a different hole to fill that one up. Well, now you got to fill that hole, but in order to fill the second hole, you have to dig a third hole, and there's always going to be things taking its place, and I think a lot of people struggle with actually appreciating that because That is helping us to achieve higher goals. That is helping us to keep things on our list to do, keep us busy, keep us climbing those steps. Well, and the other reason I bring up the debt in this episode is because that is one of those things where a lot of people say, you know, I I hate my student loans. I wish my house was paid off, my car paid off, whatever it is. And that's the telling me part. And so. I quit trying to voice my frustrations and my lack of money to people who have probably heard of a thousand times from more than just myself. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to do it. I had the opportunity to to pay it off with no interest. And to me, I I had to take it and I had to follow through. And um, I showed people that it was possible. People in my life that are probably still struggling. which don't get me wrong, it is okay to struggle. Um, and I'm proud of everybody who's not given up. Uh, that's, that's huge. But the analogy about the holes, um, I want to kind of close with this. Remove yourself from any attachment to the outcome. You know, when, when you say how, it's not supposed to be a negative thing. It's not supposed to be something that um, you kind of berate yourself with of like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. No. When you say how it's what, what's the plan? You know, you're brainstorming. That's how I want you to approach that. And so when you kind of eliminate your need for it to happen a certain way and you just trust that it will happen and it will happen to benefit you, that opens up so many doors. We'd like to thank you for joining us today with this episode of the Failure to Freedom podcast. We deliver weekly episodes to our website and other streaming platforms such as Spotify and Apple iTunes. And if you have any ideas on topics you'd like to discuss, if you want to be a part of our podcast, 
go ahead and sign up for our email newsletter on the website. www.failtosale.com Guys, it's been a pleasure, and uh, you can guarantee that Chris and I will be back next week. And until next time, happy sailing, everyone.